Hello, thank you for downloading this podcast from Teaching Magazine. I'm Jo Earp and you're listening to episode 16 of The Research Files. This month we find out about Harvard University's Best Foot Forward project, which is exploring the effectiveness of videoing lessons as a feedback tool in teacher observations. The research team said there was an initial concern that teachers taking part in the study might resist being filmed. In actual fact, those who taped themselves and submitted the lessons for evaluation told the team they found the process more fair and useful. I spoke to lead researcher Professor Tom Kane about the project's initial findings. Uh, now, we know the importance of feedback in the professional development of teachers. Um, traditionally, of course, observation involves usually someone um, someone from a leadership group actually uh, going into a, a class and observing. Your project's actually looking at whether technology can play more of a role here, isn't it? Most teachers who are struggling um, are struggling not because of things that they're noticing and ignoring, but they're struggling because of things that they're not noticing. And just having external observers come into the classroom and take notes um, is not going to help any teacher notice things that they didn't notice in real time. So video um, is, is much more useful, like people w might uh, disagree in the interpretation of, of what's gone on in the class, but, but with video there, there won't be any disagreement about just the facts of what happened. And so the question is how can you do that in a way that is um, not seen as sort of spying or an invasion of privacy? And that that's why we call the project the Best Foot Forward Project, because we give teachers cameras and invite them to put their best foot forward, to record as many lessons as they want. Um, and when they've got two or three lessons that they're proud of, we create, um, we make it easy for them to submit them to their principal and then have their principal, you know, or whoever, whether it's a group of peers watching the videos, observe them. Um, you know, during quieter times of the day or week. Um, that, that, by the way, that's another advantage. Is it's not just an advantage for the teacher himself or herself getting a chance to see themselves teach. Um, it's, it also allows the observer to do that those observations um, during times of the week where you know they're they're not scrambling. Uh, it allows them to time shift. So. Um, uh, something like 60% of the principals in our um, study watched, um, did their video watching, you know, either before school or after school or during, you know, lunch hour or on weekends, so during, you know, non-instructional times. Mm -hmm. Now, you've just published uh, a report uh, on the first year, and, and that was uh, this process that you've just described there with uh, teachers being given the, the cameras who are self-videoing and then submitting, picking out the best yes. practice if, if you like. Um, now, I'm sure that some people listening will be thinking, hang on a minute, the, you know, the, the people involved are just going to be submitting things that are, that are perfect and 
you know, you'll never pick up on anything going wrong. But uh, you actually found some really interesting results, and it wasn't like that at all, was it? Right. So when we first um, were uh, describing this project um, to um, principals, we often heard, you know, similar concerns that, you know, um, if they gave up the element of surprise, um, you know, then teachers, you know, might not, they may, might not catch teachers, uh, you know, making mistakes in the class. Well, it turns out, I, I don't think the element of surprise is worth very much in terms of um, identifying teachers that are needing help. So, and we took sets of these videos and had them scored by external observers. And we didn't tell them which of these videos had been submitted and which of these videos hadn't been submitted. And we were able to ask, okay, well, how was a teacher's score in the video that he or she submitted related to um, their score on the on the videos that they didn't submit? Mm -hmm. And what we found was two things. One, that as as you you know predicted, the uh, when you give teachers a chance to submit um, uh, lessons, they submit better better than their average lesson. So so the average score of the submitted videos was higher than the average score of the unsubmitted videos. By the way, that in a, in itself is a good thing because <laughs> it implies that teachers know what the good lessons are. Mm -hmm. But the second thing we found was that a teacher's, um, the correlation between a teacher's submitted lesson and their unsubmitted lessons was, you know, very high, uh, you know, about, you know, 0.75. And which is just saying that the best lessons from the best teachers are that much better than the best lessons from um, the weakest teachers. And that turning over control of this, you know, of the video collection process to teachers, you don't forfeit your opportunity to identify the teachers who, who are struggling. Um, you, you keep the ability to recognize the teachers who are struggling. But in return for you know, making that trade-off, you end up getting teachers observing themselves much more often because um, rather than observing, getting observed two or three times, um, in, in our study, um, teachers um, collected 13 video uh, lessons of videos over the course of, of a single year. Uh, did you right. find that it, it made them more at ease with this whole process? Actually, I think the barriers came down, didn't it? I read that you said that actually the filming and the sharing process made them true collaborators in their own PD. Right. It it make, made them more willing to actually um, uh, be observed by others than if if the observations all had to be in person. Um, and that actually, when you think, you know, one thing that, uh, uh, not, you know, I, I mentioned earlier, people said, well, what, you know, do you really want to give up the element of surprise? Uh, another thing, concern that people raised early was, you know, won't the cameras be distracting? Well, 
they were a little distracting, but not nearly as distracting as having another adult standing in the back of the classroom. And uh, so just, just finally then, uh, there are some encouraging things coming out of the, the first year of this project. I understand the next step is to look at impact on, on student performance, isn't it? Right. So like our, our um, goal, you know, ultimately is to, you know, raise student achievement. And, you know, it's, it sounds... Um, simple, but the fact is we're not going to see dramatically different student outcomes without um, different teaching. Uh, and that's adult behavior change. And we all know that adult behavior change is hard, and it doesn't happen without feedback. So just, so just imagine, you know, trying to um, launch a Weight Watchers program uh, before the, you know, the, the invention of the bathroom scale or, or the bathroom mirror. Um, you know, it would it would just be a bunch of conversation, but like no, without any sort of systematic way of judging whether, you know, um, you know, people are sticking to uh, their um, their you know commitments it's 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 very hard to sustain adult behavior change and basically what what this is is um is you know creating a you know a, a the bathroom mirror to allow teachers to begin to change their practice and in in that analogy is actually pretty good because it's it's not for in most of these videos, people, you know, spying on you. The only people seeing these videos, most of the videos that were collected were the teacher themselves because most of the videos were videos that they ended up never submitting. But, but, um, but by, you know, watching themselves in these videos, teachers often reported to us that they saw things that they didn't realize um, they were doing uh, in in real time, and just the video let them again just let them notice things that they weren't noticing at the moment. Well, it would be great to catch up with you again uh, at the conclusion of the project and see uh, how things pan out. So, in the meantime, Professor Tom Kane, thanks very much for sharing your work with the research files. Okay, thank you, Joe. You've been listening to an episode of The Research Files from Teacher Magazine. To download all of our podcasts for free, visit acer.ac forward slash teacher iTunes or www.soundcloud.com forward slash teacher hyphen acer. To find out more about the research discussed in this podcast and to access the latest articles, videos and infographics, visit www.teachermagazine.com.au.